This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Over the, over the weekend, we had the 4th of July weekend. We're going to call this the conscious chop, of course. Uh, we had over nine black kids that were murdered due to some senseless bullshit that whatever, you know what I'm saying, people just doing on, you know, um, 4th of July. Um, I'm gonna take in to zoom in to one of them though. Police say an eight-year-old girl was shot and killed in Atlanta on 4th of July. At least two people in the crowd opened fire on the car she was in. Authorities identified the girl as Sharisha Turner. Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms called for justice in an emotional news conference Sunday in the girl's grief-stricken mother. The shooting happened near the Wendy's where Rashard Brooks was killed in Atlanta police officer June 12th. The Wendy's was later burned and the area later became a flash for demonstrations. Um, what do y'all think about Keisha Lance Bottoms' criticism of this eight-year-old girl being shot in loud? She said something along the lines is, we can't blame police brutality for this one. We did it to ourselves. Uh, what are y'all thoughts? Two things. One, um, huge uh, conflation uh, of social dynamics um, and the ways that things play out and, and just movements and things that are happening. Um, I hate it when black people get up and pretend that they're not community coalitions and movements every single day, uh, doing everything from crime stoppers and trying to get tips on crimes and stuff like that to fighting against this mothers against gun violence and daughters and kids against gun. It's so many organizations in the hood fighting against us. So don't sit here and act like black people just be sitting on their hands while this is happening to, to us. Niggas is active and busy and I think it's a spit in the face on local activism that you want to focus on the more national activism or the kind of the drops of national activism that are having impacts on your community without looking at the people who probably been hollering at you as a mayor for more funds and resources to galvanize those movements to begin with. Secondly, this is another example of a time where even if you were right, and we have a lot of these conversations on this show, even if you got a point, you don't get on TV and say that shit. Those are backdoor, quiet conversations. Those are conversations, but you don't give ammunition to write white systems and structures and talking points and conservatives to sit up here and have this immeasurable metric and try to put together and fix together this 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 in incongruent example of violence that happens to black communities and they get, they get to put it together again because you said some shit. Shut up. Even if you might have been right. Niggas, say that to other niggas. Do not get on camera. Yeah, you gonna say that on fucking TV. Like, this is like nobody asked you for that, man. Like, come on. But more importantly, I think her comments are spit in the face to black activists who are out there every single day grinding and putting in work trying to stop the violence that happens in our community because it ain't new to us. And, and let me and for that chime in, let me just say, let me just give y'all two organizations specifically that I know is nationwide that be in the hood and the trenches every time a nigga kill a nigga. Or somebody come up there and the person that looked like them killed them. Ceasefire is an organization that's been very, 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 very active over the past decade. And also SOS, same mm -hmm. These are two organizations that's in the hood, by the hood, for the hood, that literally do shit when hood when things go down in the hood in terms of somebody has lost their life or some type of violence is happening to say, stop the violence. Mm -hmm. Ceasefire. We went. We we went 58 hours with somebody getting shot. 
we went three days without gun violence. You know what I'm saying? Like who y'all who y'all think is Literally, compiling them statistics? Like people don't just they don't just give that information out. Like it's just like police, we're we're giving no people Somebody, compile those statistics. Yes. Go ahead, George. That's all I want to, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know what I'm saying? What you think about Keisha Bottom, Keisha Bottom, uh, Mayor Bottom's criticism? Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's goofy as fuck. I, it's, I mean, it's so easy, man, to like just to shit on black people. Like we forget, like how it's low hanging fruit. Like that's that's exactly what you expect a motherfucker to say when some shit happened with niggas. See, y'all can't blame this one. Of course we fucking can't. We know that the police didn't fucking do it. Like we got communities across the country that's dealing with babies dying because of gun violence. But the, the circumstances of what created that violence is different. And that's why the conversation is lazy. Come on. Does, you know what I'm saying? Every, every, and this is, again, I'll, this will be the third time I've said it on the show tonight. Anytime white people and black people have the same talking points, I am skeptical. Because you have to be. I omit the structural conditions that create and justify the intracommunal violence we see in black communities in the first place. Poor schooling, over-policing, poverty, food deserts. Poverty and being hungry and hot lead to niggas committing crimes and shooting mm-hmm. up stuff. You have mm-hmm. the trauma and the psychological violence, but not of not only the contemporary racial issues and social issues, because pe- these same people lost their jobs. You want to talk about these as bored, hot, hungry, yeah. poor people? Yeah. So is, is, do you just not, do you just ignore the social science? I mean, and, and it's like, okay, like, let's, let's, like, that, that is what is mind numbing to me. It's just like, bro, there are explanatory, there is no explanation for police, p- police killing people, but there are explanations for why intercommunal violence happens. Right. How do you jump behind the one that doesn't, that, that, that is just illogical, stupid? Right. Right. Like, one is, one is, okay, look at the circumstances, look at what, like, look at the community, look at what caused the violence, look at the, and, and the other one is, okay, why did you do all of that anyway? You know what I mean? It's like we, we sit here and we don't understand that there are two separate conversations. What happened with that, what happened at that protest and the death of that young, of, of that baby is completely separate from the protest and the marches against institutional violence. Because we're going to get into explaining them saying that difference. But in terms of just that, like what was wrong with her, with her criticism was that it was like she was she was positioning herself with the status quo, taking pot shots at the movement because it's easy. It sounds good. You want to criticize the people. So you take the low hanging fruit. It's the status quo. It's also a personal move to protect yourself because you want to make it seem like I'm doing all I can and I'm out here defending y'all and speaking up on behalf of y'all and doing what I'm supposed to be doing and look at what y'all do. Like those that they, they ain't doing this no motherfucking favor. You're doing your job, silly man. And doing it poorly. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is the phenomenally interesting part because anybody who lives in Atlanta will tell you how the white flight and city organization of that particular place has ca- places castigated black people all over in random places and nooks and crannies of the Atlanta area. And as they attempt to buy back and remake it black and do their whole black Wall Street again, in the words of T.I. And, and, and Killer Mike, there are a lot of structural local barriers to those things being meaningful and taping, taking shape. So I'm just like, Stop. But you know what? And yeah, and and before we get to the next question, y'all let me know what y'all think about this. Why is it that when when black people get, you know what I'm saying, asked for justice from an, an unjust system, 
right? Ask for justice because of injustices that have been caused by like the society. You know what I'm saying? Like the institutions that are really meant to protect. When we ask for justice for that, it's, it's treated like charity. It's treated like, I mean, y'all asked for it. Y'all be trying to, but see, y'all be, you know what I'm saying? It's like, nah, nigga, like the problem is that we we suffer from these circumstances when we shouldn't. All like people die, like people get like people make do dumb shit, people beef, and they kill each other. You feel me? Like that, like that's that's community type shit. That's community-based shit. But we shouldn't be killed by the police, though. It's proximity based. Like if anybody should kill us, statistically, it's like it should be somebody that look like me. Statistically. But when people that don't look like me end up killing us, it's the fucking people in charge. <laughs> the irony. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is us. Like Dr. Dancy said, and actually the job of the police is not to murder the citizens. So words suggest that if black people can kill each other, police should be able to, which always kind of bothers me because it's like people that you talk about, like in terms of intercommunal violence, or they like to call black on black violence, you know what I'm saying? Quote unquote. We recognize that you literally putting on the same playing field of the police, the same expectations. That you so you have the same expectations of gang members that you have for the police. The police, so if gang members can kill each other, the police should be able to kill you too. We can't blame this one on the police, y'all. Another attempt to what? make something that should not make sense. I either killed my police trying to make it make sense. You did that. I mean, clearly. And, you, and it's a lot of shit you can say, Toya. It's a lot of shit you can say. You could have just got up there and said, Y'all fucking up. You could you could have really got up there and said. Y'all are fucking up. And niggas would have been like, yeah, man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, think about it though. Because think about the circumstances. It was, it was like it was protesters firing weapons that ended up, you know what I'm saying? It was people that were there demonstrating, and it was day weapons that end up hurting somebody from their own community. If you yeah. tell them that they fucking up, that's a valid criticism. Like, I mean, yeah, you should have your guns. Go ahead. You have to, but yeah, I agree with that because you don't have to couch in that you fucking up to. Y'all can fuck up, they can fuck up too. Then, like, you know what I mean? But hey, hey, hey though, a bunch of uh, I like to give context though. So for my people that's listening to us, been through this word intercommunal violence around a few times. Um, I hope that through context you've been able to really see what we're talking about when we say intercommunal violence. But just to be clear, when we say intercommunal violence, we're talking about the inner communal violence or the inner the things that happen inside of our community with us, amongst us, by us in terms of conflict and violence. It's usually couched as being black on black crime. But today we're being mindful about our language. You feel me? I'm a student at Huey P. Newton. You feel me? Huey P. Newton somebody that was able to light that fire up under my ass and then we started thinking about things a little bit differently. Huey P. Newton says that power is the ability to define the phenomenon and make it act in a desired manner. He said power is the ability to define the phenomenon and make it act in a desired manner. Today we are attempting to define multiple phenomena when it comes to black fatherhood and black lives mattering all the way up until the understanding of black-on-black crime and intracommunal violence because we recognize that black people get pathologized for having beef amongst ourselves and say, well, shit, they got, they got beef amongst y'allselves. People can beef with y'all too. You know what I'm saying? But, but be, before I be petty and fallacious and start throwing out shit, let me ask a question. You know what I'm saying? Hold on, hold on. For you to your question. For you to your question. Yeah. George Oliver said, but everybody understands that community violence and police violence are two separate issues. 
people in power don't care. It's their design. But it allows those who would otherwise be kinfolk an avenue to keep their relationship with their masters, to keep their positions and parcels of power given to them. Yeah, you you find you 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 use an excuse to undermine Black Lives Matter by saying, see, you can't blame this one on the police. Then you seem partial to the people in control. That's a, a great comment. Great comment. Yeah. Into a hell of a read, a hell of a read. <laughs> hey, hey Dr. Dancy, now, Dr. Dancy, I said, yo, he messy, he messy. Look, he said she need to talk about this damn COVID she got. Look, <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter, somebody said, Yeah, I need to check closer in the picture from Atlanta because Keisha Lance Bottoms done popped her ass down in one of them parties, one of them four day weekend soirees. Yeah, intermingled. She said she is symptomatic, so ain't no telling. It'd be a shame, mayor. Them freak Nick reunions. So, does intercommunal violence fit within the Black Lives Matter movement? Should it? Well, I told you, thinking I'll say this. Movements have purposes, right? Like the 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 Black Lives Matter phrase and all of that shit, like. It's not a Black Lives Matter. And if, if Keith is listening, shout out to the homie. Uh, we when we was roommates, we used to have this argument. And I would always tell that nigga, bro, like Black Lives Matter is not a message to black people. <laughs> it's not something to us. Like we're letting the institution because it, it the phrase spawned out of a, 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 a Facebook post that turned into a tweet. You know what I'm saying? Uh, after George Zimmerman was acquitted. Right. So it was like it was a message to say, hey, these lives matter. These people matter. We don't need to be told that we was devastated. Like we're confused when police get off. I mean, at this point, we're like, well, like, yeah, it's the system. Like, so we get it now. But it, it the only way the only way you make it makes sense is you be like, it's racism. It's institutional, systematic, systemic racism. That's the only way that you can make it make sense. And that's and so from that perspective, that's the only, that that's how we rationalize it. So when it comes to the, like this particular message, this is a message outwards. Like liberals can grasp onto it, corporations can grasp onto it. All these people could uh, be a part of that message because they're saying we agree with that. We agree with what these people are saying that Black Lives Matter. You know what I'm saying? So it's an out. It's 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 about systemic, systematic, institutional issues. We already keep the peace, decrease in, decrease the violence, keep the peace. You know what I'm saying? Like we have movements that happen in black communities and black neighborhoods that addresses how we and we've been doing that. You know what I'm saying like you niggas ain't watched. You ain't see the end of uh, Boys in the Hood. Y'all didn't see the message, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we've been pushing the message of like decrease the violence, increase the peace, put the guns down, love your brother, love your neighbor. And that's a different message than what Black Lives Matter is providing. So Black Lives Matter don't, it's not, it don't need, it fits within it because it's like, okay, this is Black Lives, but the message is for the institutions, not necessarily directed to the communities. So my response is twofold, as they usually are. Um, And um, to, to, to start on one side, I am conflicted. And it's because in a world of reality, I am often left. And I actually don't think it's two sides. I think it jives directly with what Dr. Dancy has said. Dr. Dancy says in the comments, as Bell Hook said, 
who are you trying to convince? And when I think about that, and you know the statement "Black Lives Matter" and the "Black Lives Matter" and who is directed toward, I, I tend to agree with Dominique, but I also am left slightly speechless when people do have, to me, a valid point. How do you tell people to value you when there is a lack or a misstep? Um, for me, I think, like I said, proximity. And social apparatuses and structures are always going to kind of predispose us to violence. But what happened to the code? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of crazy shit that I'm just like, man, there is no agreement amongst Black people for how a lot of this stuff got to play. Like, the bottom line and the last straw, shout out to Young Legend in Kansas City. And also, I think it was a young Black uh, girl riding her bike where in Chicago, and she was uh, struck by some stray bullets. Uh, at her grandmother's house at a cookout when they came to shoot up the cookout or something like that. So we got these kids, um, legend in Kansas City, the young lady in Chicago, this young child we're talking about in Atlanta. And and back in the day, that used to be a no-go. It used to be unacceptable. It used to be, or and, and if not, then it hardcore needed to be. What happened to no women and no kids? What happened to, you know what I'm saying? Like, just, there's no, there's no esteem to give credibility to it right so I, i've been seeing a lot of different um in terms of black lives matter like black drug dealers matter black criminals matter black this matter black that matter really attempting to bring to the forefront those who we have deemed the bottom rungs of our community but still have value right people who black lives who fight back still matter black whatever and i agree one thousand percent but if i'm being real and keeping it a stack keep it a stack I'm I'm waiting and this is where it becomes troubling because there is no single black community leader that I think has the reputation and the legitimacy to yeah. bring this together. But I think it's impossible at this point. On something, man, because I, I am left speechless. Yeah. I don't have an answer for, yeah. for murder black children by yeah. other black. I don't have an answer yeah. for a lot of the black drops of violence that have been happening throughout all of these protests, even the weeks of the protests, people still found time right. to commit violence against other black people. Right. It, it's, it's like we 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 stuck. Like they say it, and it's like y'all saying Black Lives Matter, but what about this? And it's like, and so so it's a yeah, level. You see, it's a level of black community design, and then there's a level of like I, I can't explain that though. Yeah. Like yeah. I can I can explain that. I can't explain that. Sometimes the gratuity of a certain situation, sometimes the, 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 yeah. it's just, it's hard, man. The tragedy. You can't explain the tragedy. Yeah. Especially yeah, the babies. Yeah, too. Because I really see it as, I agree with Damo. Black Lives Matter is said to the institution. But what we know, Damo, I'm going to make another academic reference, man. What we know from reading that Ronald Julie, that nigga authenticity, is that niggas get lost in the sauce of governmentality and policing other bodies. So you are literally in Small P. Small people, police. You replicate the institution. You feel me? You replicate the system. You know what I'm saying? So we start. So we start having to literally see that it's levels to of people that have internalized black inferiority, but they really don't think black lives matter. They blacker than you and me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? In experience and in skin tone. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, sometimes you have to think about. For, for me, it's like when Ayanna Dior got her ass whooped in Minnesota. You know what I'm saying? Or shit, when 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 Toyin gets raped and beat up and you know what I'm saying, killed and, and, and murder, rest in you know peace. Like shit, I'm, I'm, in my mind, it's like I, I don't I don't think that those people that commit those crimes think that Black Lives Matter. Like who we try? There are people that we have to convince that look like us that Black Lives Matter. 
And that's when we have to think about the idea mm -hmm. of black criminals, black trans, black thugs, black drug dealers, because you know how respectability politics work. Because what we know is that the system will make us only value people that the system will value. So yeah. George can speak. He got a few degrees. We should value that nigga. You know what I'm saying? But the brother on the street that got all these great experiences that I don't have because I was in a white man institution, but he got the experience of being on the street that he don't speak the way I speak. He got as many degrees as I have. It's yeah. people that will not see the value in that brother or to see the value in that sister or to see the value in that identical from a person because the institution don't see value in them. I recognize right. that some of the awe in me is that people see that the institution might might be able to see some capacity in me. You feel me? Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, niggas don't sleep on them degrees, nigga. Niggas show up, he got saying he got two masters. You gotta listen. You feel me? Like, I mean, but, but, how do you, but I, you know, I, that's a flex. Think of my debate partner, Rashid. My debate partner, Rashid, used to always say, Y'all know Rashid. You know, Rashid always, the shitty bowl. Feel me? Rashid used to always say, I'm not the smartest person from my hood. You feel me? And I feel like the first time he said that to me, you feel me? When he said it in debate, it's always, he said when I was like 19, I'm 29 now. But I always think about that. I'm from the west side of Bryan, Texas. I had the smartest person in my hood. I have things that can validate my intellect, though, that makes people think that I'm 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm real intellectual because the system, the institution said, "Hey, get a nigga a degree." But here's the but here's the flip I side. Daddy, that, though. though, he ain't got no degrees. Yeah, like and he like, a genius. Yeah. He, he gave him a lot of game. He ain't on degrees. The nigga went from the oh, yeah, I, I mean, shit, it wouldn't be no George Lee if it George Lee Jr. if it wasn't for George Lee C. All them fucking parties and flyers and shit. That came from the OG. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But look, what this this is the thing that in, in terms of understanding that though, right? Because I do think there that you do have that criticism to where you actually have to say to, to certain groups of black people that though those black lives matter too, right? Yeah. But it, it also works in reverse. Because I think that there is a if agree. even with the criticism that I have of Black Lives Matter, I wouldn't I, I would never fix my lips to say I don't fuck with Black Lives Matter. Ever. Because co cognitively, think Ever. about what you're saying. If you took that phrase and wrote it down and handed it to yourself 10 years ago before it became before before Black Lives Matter was the brand Black Lives Matter, and you read that, you would think, what the fuck happened to me? <laughs> If you just wrote down the phrase, I don't fuck with Black Lives Matter, and handed it to yourself 10 years ago, you would think something fuck like what did, what what did niggas do? Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so they like we don't like we we say even the religious niggas, the power of life and death is in the tongue, right? We are speaking things, saying we're putting together sentences that when you're able to remove the context and only focus on the words, which most people do, you're creating a dynamic mentally to what you're saying you don't fuck with black lives you don't fuck with them mattering right cognitively regard you could say well nah i don't fuck with the movement you could say nah i don't fuck with the organization but ultimately when you say the phrase that's why that phrase is what it is black lives matter so regardless of your politics regardless of the distinction that you make that phrase should you should always agree with I may not agree with Black Lives Matter LA, but I think Black Lives Matter. So while we looking at niggas that's like that's committing murders and saying, well, do they think Black Lives Matter? Nigga, you saying you don't fuck with Black Lives Matter. Do you think Black Lives Matter, nigga? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you just you just as culpable. Right. You gotta pay with that shit too. Shit. It's some comments popping. Check in, check, check in with the people. Uh we got that boy Iggy. 
He said BLM needs to be told to cis and straight niggas. Black LGBT needs to matter. And that was the that was the last episode. All Black Lives Matter. Yeah. All Black Lives Matter. Straight up. Dr. Uh, yes, we are all socialized to uphold white supremacy. So I wonder if Black Lives Matter can also serve as a project within community psychic restoration where we come to consciousness. And I think that like is an important, I think maybe I don't know, not even a subversion, but an, an, an inversion, <clears throat> an inverse, yes, an inversion of this problem. <laughs> I, I had to think about where I was going. But that, 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 you, you saw that master's working in her head. Cause I'm a, she's like, I'm gonna get these words right. Because I know them. To me. <laughs> I'm a rhetorician, so I needed to be rhetorically apt. In a this rhetorician. Ooh, I just learned something. That's what I am by practice. And by uh, by credential, I'm a rhetorician. Um, and in that world, right, I think it would be interesting for this movement, because I think it's about time that it grows some maturity and some intracommunal legitimacy by really kind of co- doing some of that connective lead work, right, by really, really, really Black people, and I think it's happening, we're just not calling that, Black people being connected to more resources. I don't know if y'all seen in y'all's different areas. Uh, I know I just saw an Orange County alternative to calling the police, right? That allows for us to start thinking differently about how we resolve a lot of the community issues that we have in the first place so that over-policing stops being a contribution to the crimes and the criminality in Black communities and stuff like that or the reason why they are subjected to what they are. But all of this to say, I think Dr. Nancy is on point in saying that this is a good time to flip that script back inward and start to think about how we can legitimize um, a lot of that message for us to make it salient for us. Because sometimes, you know, when I think about these degrees that people find so important, I do forget. Right. I, I've had a couple moments very recently where I recognize how blessed I was and a lot of struggles that I don't have to have and things that I don't have to think about at all or anymore. And just how, you know, how easy it is for the Kardashians of the world, for the Kanye's of the world, for these what's what's seemingly um, these 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 um, celebrities that seem like they missing some tone. They missing. They're not reading the room. It's because they so far removed. And so it has to be intentional moves by us to constantly think about all black lives matter and, and practice that on a day to day basis in our communities. And I think that should be movement led. You know what I'm saying? I definitely can agree with that. And then uh, just real quick, the, these little these little two comments. Uh, Ig said, "Like saying Black Lives Matter is a life giving phrase, and you know Ig can't spare it, but that's in an anti black world. I'm assuming that's in an anti black world. Yeah, and for a nigga, <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's my, hey, hey, shout out to Ignacio Evans. Back up off you my you know me? Shout out to you. Know what I mean the, the the future doctoral candidate. You know what I'm saying? So uh, shout out to the man's, but his his spelling is terrible. Um, but in this instance, it was only he only spelled is wrong, oh, mm, and it's mm. all good. <laughs> you come to your home and 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 really. I had that. to. I had to. I had to. I look and, and look. I'll say. I'll say this to the George. You you know say you can do what you do. Um, I like and that's and that's and that's exactly. I'm I'm agreeing with Iggy 100. percent we do not need to give life to anti-blackness. Even if it's just in the words that we speak, we do not need to give life to anti-blackness. And having a, a issue with whether it's the language or using the politics, uh, the politics of Black Lives Matter against black people when 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 you know there's in, intra-communal violence, you know, doing that like we we have to train ourselves 
to not give life into anti-blackness. And that's that's bigger than challenging all of the uh, bullshit niggas have problems with in terms of Black Lives Matter because like that's actually what's going to be able to move us forward. When we can be like, I have a criticism, but I'm not going to get in the way because I understand what they're trying to do. Jaleesa said build it. I know she's been in the mix for a minute. So what's up, sis? How you living? How you doing? Hope everything is well. It's great to have you in the mix. Terrell says we need critique and generative creativity in the same breath. And that's that's what I think we have to have. We have to continue to be able to hold things in tension. That was a phrase that I learned in debate that I thought was really powerful because it allows for us to see the paradoxical nature of what we are, where we are, and what we're doing at any given moment. We have to be able to, we, we haven't said walk with you gum at the same time in a long time, but we have to be able to do those things uh, in order to navigate. Because we ain't really had no political chop in a minute. We ain't had no real, 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 real political chop. Very I've, been, I was bur- I've been burnt out. <laughs> it's it, it, you know, news, man. Damn. But yeah, man, shout out to to uh what's my man's name? Charles that, that lost in um that lost in Georgia in Kentucky and couldn't unseat uh and the and the woman, the white woman took over the nomination to go against Mitch McConnell. Oh, he did lose. Uh I, I know who you're talking about. I know who you're talking about, but I, I don't know his last name. It was a big deal. He was running to to, to defeat Mitch McConnell to hopefully. Take he was over. late in the race though. She had already had like a large part. Well, that's another conversation we can talk oh, about. That. <laughs> at any rate, um, we got to be able to do both at the same time, which means investing and in seeing. Like I, I, I go to work every day. I'm critical of capitalism. I'm critical of the university industrial complex. I'm critical of a lot of things, but there's still a lot of promise, a lot of value, a lot of beautiful things about these things that exist and my specific participation in them. And I recognize that, right? I've always called myself, I came up with a little hip, little trendy name for myself in relationship to, uh, you know, our Afro scholarship and Afro positionalities. I am an Afro, an Afro structural realist. I'm a nigga who recognizes on a realism, a level of realism, the direct and targeted annihilation of black people and everything about them and everything that they do. However, structurally, mm. my understandings of structures and how they exist necessitate that I participate in, in be in them. Right. So my goal is to be internally subversive. It is to be mm-hmm. in, not of. It is to go in mm-hmm. with the understandings of my positionality as a black person, a black body, a black woman, a black poor woman within these structures, but also to understand the agenda of white supremacy, which is mm-hmm. uh, the notions of realism that always have me highly skeptical of what white people are doing in any given time. So I'm the person trying to boost my niggas, trying to boost my brown students, trying to make sure I move some shit around, trying to be, like I want to be that person. Right, because you, so, got you got to, you got to walk at the same time, mm-hmm. right? And so that is what I want to encourage niggas to do: is to engage in a little Afrostructural realism. Ain't no book coming soon. Ain't no larger theory being written. I just want you to understand that this is how we sticking and moving out here. You did, you did. Get the fuck out the way. Get the fuck out the way. If you're not gonna help, you know, fuck out the way. Get out the way. Get on board. What does it get on board? Get out the way or get ran over. I'm telling you, this train is moving, y'all. Hey, on, hey, on some Harriet Tubman type shit. Niggas think we're playing. Shout out, shout out to who who taught me that? Uh uh man's down in in, in Kentucky. Uh damn. Birch. Daryl Birch. Definitely a quote from Birch. Get on board, get out the way, or get ran over. That's the only three options you have right now. <laughs> shout out to Birch. Hey, man. hey. So what you gonna say after that, George? Hey, hey that, man. Hey, conclusion. I'm just, gonna, I'm just in conclusion. All we saying is in this conversation of intracommunal violence, we trying to lay to rest 
the rhetorical usage of black on black crime because that should be used to weaponize black death against black people in ways that should not be. You feel me? My warrant for this claim is that you can go to various studies that show you that crime and violence is necessitated on proximity. If you live in the hood, you're more likely to commit crime against people in the hood. If you live in the suburbs, you're more likely to live and uh, commit crimes against people in the suburbs. With that being said, we recognize that, you know, uh, over 80 percent of white people that are killed in America are killed by other white people. We also recognize that 90 percent of black people that are killed are killed by other black people. When it comes to intracommunal violence, it is cross-cultural. That means that, that shit is in all the hoods, all the neighborhoods. On period. On period. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? On period. On God. On me, right? On God. You know what I'm saying? Yo. You know? Totally. Yo, hey. That's on you know what? Hey, and that's and that's that's real, bro. That's real. Like, and niggas is, y'all sleep. You feel me? The one name that we didn't throw out on George, though, Toya, he's David Ruffin. Hey, according to Jadena, he's another classic man. You know what I'm saying? So we just... Hey, George is David Ruffin in the chapel. Anybody coming to see you, Otis? <laughs> All right, we got 60 seconds, niggas, before we will have been on here for an hour and a half. How can we close this out in less than 60 seconds? What y'all got to say? Uh, we should with the with the social media. Hey, if you ain't watching it on YouTube, make sure y'all follow the YouTube channel, subscribe to the channel. We're trying to get those subscribe numbers up. If you ain't following the page on Facebook, which is where we're mostly active, please follow the page on Facebook. We're trying to get those numbers up. Also, if you ain't following the Instagram at the Chop Up Show on Instagram at the Chop Up Show on Instagram, follow us there too. We're getting them numbers up too, and we've been working. Shout out to Odie working. In on us, what's up, Oda Kirk? Man, it's good to hey. hear. Oh, hey, every everybody that chimed in that joined in the conversation, we thank y'all. Definitely, hey, every time y'all show up, it's always love. You feel me? We're gonna be back. Oh, yeah, I've took up all the time. But go ahead, <laughs> <laughs> it's a chop up. Y'all know what time it is, man. Hey, next time, tell a friend to tell a friend to meet us here. No, be us here. Don't meet us here. Shout out to Stephanie. Shout out to Lachelle in the comments. All of y'all big love. It's nothing but love to y'all. Like that love. Hit that like button. Love on it real quick. Drop a love. Drop a care. Share the episode. People can watch it in reverse. And we will hey, see Dr. Dance you all soon. Dr. Dance hey, you already know how it goes. No, we laughing at you because I said 60 seconds and Dominique took 43 of them. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, hey, y'all know what it is. This is the chopper. Period. We out. Yeah. I'm going to press this button. And...